This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. How very much I've loved you. How very much I've tried my best to give you the good life. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our vibe within. When I am posting this episode, it will already be 2019, so I hope that you guys are having a good year so far, and hopefully not putting too much expectation on yourself and just allowing yourself to be. If you're not familiar with who I am, my name is Gab Cohen, I'm your host, and this is the Vibe Within podcast. I am a yoga teacher, writer, spiritual being obsessed with emotional and mental health awareness and biohacking and just trying to feel the best that we can feel. And that's actually what this episode is about. So it's about feeling good. It's about getting through hard days. It's about allowing ourselves to feel the pain, the physical, the emotional, and 
and sorting it out somehow and getting through that without letting it ruin our day. So today I woke up feeling like absolute shit. I'm not going to lie. Um, I woke up with a swollen face once again. I am. I need to get my wisdom teeth taken out, my top wisdom teeth. So I've been having a lot of swelling and inflammation. And not only that, I've just been really feeling like my thyroid has been not the best recently. And when that happens, um, usually I'll have like one really bad day where I just get all of my symptoms mashed up into one day and it's just so intense. Like it's just a lot. So I feel like <clears throat> I wanted to bring this into the light and instead of making my day really crappy and feeding into the symptoms and feeding into the discomfort, I used it as fuel and I wanted to share with you guys what I what I do on my bad days. And this episode is all about unlocking our creative blocks and our physical blocks. So this episode is split up into two, two parts because physical blocks and creative blocks, in my opinion, have a direct correlation with each other. When I'm having a really awesome day and I'm feeling really good physically, then creativity comes naturally and actually a lot easier and I'm in a good mood, I'm feeling naturally high. You probably know what I mean. You probably have had days like that where you're just feeling good physically, so that trickles in to your mental state, and maybe you have a really productive day because you're like, oh, wow, I'm feeling great. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to do this, this, this. And then maybe there's days when we're feeling really crappy physically and we feel like we can't get out of our body and we can't disconnect from the physical symptoms that our body is holding and if it's inflammation if it's migraines if it's bloating whatever um, that's a physical block and that could block us from our full potential of the day and I am you know I find myself a victim of this cycle I find myself a victim of having a good day physically and feeling on top of the world and then when I have a day where I'm just not feeling as great as I could physically sometimes I let that fuck with my head and it really does trickle into my day and I'm trying to find ways to even though I feel like crap physically not let that put a damper on my day and my productivity and my creativity because then you're just going to feel worse in my opinion I feel worse when I just let it you know, ruin my day almost. So in this episode, I'm talking a lot about the creative blocks and things we can do to get out of the creative block. And I'm talking about physical blocks and what we can do to get out of the physical block blocks. I also um, recommend some music that I love and some tips and tricks that can maybe help us just, you know, lift up out of a crappy feeling and just feel good, just feel better. I know that it's easier said than done, but I am the queen of um, quote-unquote bad days physically, especially when I have a thyroid flare-up, and I'll be getting into that as well in this episode. So 
Um, you know, today was rough, I'm not going to lie. And thank God, last night I made celery juice. I, you know, I made celery juice with my juicer. So this morning I started my day with a celery juice. I iced my face. Um, I also had to take my cat to the vet today, and that was, like, really expensive and kind of sucked, but he's all good. He got some medicine. He got his poop tested. He got a shot and all sorts of stuff, and um, I have to actually throw away my bedding because now I'm just super paranoid that there's fleas in there. So I instead of getting all pissed off that I had that I have to throw away my bedding and my sheets. I actually was kind of excited that I could purge those things out of my room. And I went to Home Goods and I got a few things, uh, some sheets, a blanket, whatever. Um, it's the little things that, that make me happy. And it's, it's sometimes just the little tiny adjustments and changes that we can do. And they make a huge difference, just like changing our sheets or buying a new area rug, throwing away an old towel, getting something new, getting a new mug. It doesn't have to even cost that much. The littlest things can have an effect on our happiness. So I don't want to take up too much of your time in this intro, so let's just get right into it. This is an episode that I think you'll really like. Thank you for tuning in to the Vibe Within podcast, and here we go. All right, so I hope everyone's having an amazing day, night, morning, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Um, I just want to help you guys get out of these funks that we can find ourselves so easily in physical funks and plateaus and creative plateaus and creativity blocks. Um, I feel like a lot of you guys are creatives, entrepreneurs, graphic designers, content creators, and this can be hard. Um, and we hold a high expectation on those types of things when it comes to productivity. And for me, I find a lot of my creative flow happening when I feel good, when I feel good in my body. And maybe that's that I can't speak for everyone, but I think that feeling comfortable and happy and open in our body has a lot to do with, you know, the, the things that we create. And it's kind of hard for me to wake up in the morning and, and feel very in, inflamed and have a migraine or have really bad digestion and like hop on my computer and start creating amazing stuff like it's really challenging for me to step out of my body and truly do the biohacking work that needs to be done sometimes. And I know that some days we don't have the time to go for a run. We don't have time to go and, you know, go, go to the gym or the sauna or get a massage or whatever it is that really will help. So it's, it's a mental thing, too. Um, sometimes it's the little things that we can treat ourselves to and that will make a big difference. You know you're getting old when you're excited to go to Home Goods on a Saturday night and buy sheets and a comforter and a candle. 
but I'm actually not sad about it. Like, I don't miss going out and drinking and toxifying my body and feeling like shit the next day, even worse than how I felt today. Um, Today was a very, very intense inflammation day. And maybe it was because I had a kind of a stressful morning and early afternoon. Um, and, you know, the body and the mind are connected. So when we're having a rough time emotionally or there's just a high stress situation, that can literally just drop right into the body and create inflammation and pain and swelling. And for me, this always happens in my, my legs, my hips, my lower back, um, my hips pop almost 20 times a day but and that's just naturally but on days where i'm feeling very inflamed it's a whole other ball game so physical blocks we're going to start with physical blocks um biohacking is really important to me and over the years i've realized that my bad days physically with my symptoms, especially when it comes to hormonal imbalance and thyroid imbalance and stuff like that. There are things that we can do um, to biohack and to just fix ourselves so that we have a better day. That's the goal, right? So that we can be productive and creative and just allow ourselves to like release the stress. Um, When I have a horrible inflammation day or an anxiety day, I tend to feel very puffy. Um, So I decided that I was going to go to the sauna. Um, The sauna is one of the only things that helps me get through the day. Um, And I'm not sure what really triggered my body into feeling like this today, but... um, it was really intense. My hips, my legs, my ankles, my joints, my, mu- my muscles. It was just all inflamed, sore, swollen. And on these days, like, I really don't want to be around anyone. I don't want anyone to see me. I'm embarrassed. My face looks swollen. This is a huge red flag, and this is directly correlated to the thyroid. So if you're um, experiencing any of these symptoms, maybe get your thyroid checked out. I will be doing a full episode all about thyroid, um, but this is just a little little bits about it, um, and I'll get more into that in another episode. Um, so when, when this happens, when I wake up and I feel my body is just like suffering, if it's holding on to toxins or maybe it's something that I ate that isn't reacting well. And I've been really trying to get better with looking at labels and really knowing if something has gluten or like weird, um, weird ingredients because my body is very, very sensitive and my digestion is very sensitive. And it's gotten a lot better since I've cut out sugar and caffeine and alcohol, obviously, because those are the two highest ones highest important um, things to, you know, think about taking out of your your diet, maybe just for 30 days just to see, Um, and also salt. So last night, I did have a lot of salted pistachios, and I had cashews, and I also had coconut milk in my in my elixir and when I looked at the coconut milk can it said it had guar gum in it and it had like fucking just some weird shit and like I need to be more aware of those things 
literally anything can can flare me off and set my body into this like shock period like it's just intense um my moon cycle is also really fucked up like I haven't had it in like a month and a half sorry if there's any dudes listening TMI but not really because if you have a girlfriend or a sister or a mom and and they're suffering with hormonal stuff like understand that it is really intense and we're not just making it up inflammation is it's painful sometimes and when it's hormonal imbalance, it's it's mind and body. It's physical and emotional. So when I know that my moon cycle is fucked up, I know that my hormones are imbalanced. So I've been getting a lot of different powders and supplements off Amazon because I ran out of them. So I got maca, I got my Vitex Chase Berry um, tincture, which I got off Amazon as well. It's like a liquid that you just put in water, it tastes like shit, but it really works. I used that in the summer, and then I used it in November, and within three days of, of using it, I got my, my moon cycle came back, so I'm going to give that a try again and see if that works. But to get myself out of feeling like I'm trapped in a tight, painful, you know, tense body, the sauna is the one thing that I know will help me recover. Um, not only does the sauna help help me find comfort in my body, but it actually helps me um, connect to more of a creative flow. It's always really easy for me when I step in the sauna and start stretching. My creative juices just start flowing. I start coming up with ideas. I start coming up with things I want to write. So any type of movement and deep breathing will help you find creative flow. It's just, I feel like it's science because it's truly the mind and body connected. And when you start moving, oxygen's flowing blood is flowing like you're not stagnant and the body starts to understand okay everything's gonna be okay everything's moving everything's flowing you gotta let the body move a little bit even if it's just walking even if it's just doing some yin yoga on your floor um going back to the sauna thing i i feel like i have a slight addiction to the sauna And if you're listening to this and you take my yoga classes or you know me, then you probably have seen me using the sauna at the studio. And that's just what I do. Um, It's been the one thing that has helped me get through some of my worst days when I have thyroid flare-ups. And there are some times when I feel like I get judged when I use the sauna every day, like people look at me like I'm crazy or people think I'm crazy for doing it every day but for me that's my normal and for me it's part of my daily routine it's the only thing that helps me get out of the inflammation hole that I'm in and puts me back into the way that I'm supposed to feel which is good and happy and free and clear I don't want to go through my day and night feeling like shit and just hoping the next day I feel better. I want to do everything and anything that I can to feel better now. So my advice for you is if someone is going to make you feel guilty or awkward about your self-care routine, then just ignore them. And I'm saying this because I need to take my own advice. 
it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks if someone thinks it's weird that you need to drink a certain tea with this and that or make a concoction or you need to go and run and be by yourself or you need you know you need your own time if they're gonna judge you just just don't pay any attention to it because chances are they wish that they could have the strength to do those things or maybe they wish they had the time and the internal power to go and sit in the sauna for two hours or go for a run like people are going to make you feel like shit when when you're doing things that that are going to make you feel good that's just not right so you know if 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 something that you're doing is going to help you feel better then fuck the rest just put your blinders on kill them with kindness when somebody questions me um when i'm in the sauna like not in a nice way either like some people will be like oh wow you're so flexible and that's fine like i i don't care if people are gonna look at me in the sauna when i'm stretching like that's that's fine but when somebody puts me out there and says how long do you how long do you stay in the sauna for and they 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 have that facial expression of like disgust that's what really bothers me and it's like i'm sorry am i bothering you that i'm using the sauna and bettering myself like what kind of reflection what are you putting on me right now what what kind of internal shit are you reflecting on me right now because i don't need that if only they knew how shitty i felt that day or all of my symptoms if only i i would become a crazy bitch and just go ahead and list all the things that were wrong with me that day and kind of put it in perspective for them but you know what I don't do that I just say oh you know I I use the sauna for 15 minutes at a time and I do it a few times and that's what makes me feel good and then I go I go and drink some water and I I leave it alone I don't like having to explain my myself to people anymore I don't like to have to explain why I eat the way that I eat anymore because if it's gonna make me feel good, I don't need somebody else's judgment. I don't need somebody else's internal dialogue reflecting on me because they don't get why I eat the way that I eat. There's there's a way that I I do like to inform people, oh, this is why I don't eat that. You know, gluten, it's not good for me, this and that. Sugar, it, it's not good for my hormones, whatever, little things, but I don't need to sit down with somebody and explain to them why I use the sauna every day you know people are in their own little world and I don't think that people realize that the things that we're all doing are a reflection of how we want to feel and if somebody is going to portray or put on their their weird vibes onto you for your self-care routine just ignore it anyways um so on my worst days, like today, I literally felt like my body was being attacked at all angles. And, you know, every part of my body felt swollen, puffy, tender, joints hurting when I'm moving, cracking. Um, and when I stretch, I in the sauna, I sometimes I can't even count the amount of times that I pop and crack and reset. Like... And I, 
it feels good when that happens and I know that my body is realigning itself and resetting itself, but sometimes it's just very intense. Um, I used to actually feel crazy like two or two years ago or three years ago or whatever when I had days like these and I truly thought that like all these symptoms and all this inflammation and all this pain was in my head and people told me that it was in my head I had people tell me that I had people tell me that I looked fine and it was just in my head and I would explain to them how my legs and my body felt swollen and puffy and I've, you know, I had a doctor whom I don't go to anymore, but um, my, it was just a regular doctor, low income, and she told me that it was in my head. All of my symptoms were in my head. And actually, when I went in there for my first checkup and for my first blood work and all this, I needed to get my thyroid checked because it had been a while, I told her that I had hypothyroidism. And she looked at me up and down and said, well, you look very thin. Are you sure it's not hyper? And I I said to her, I've been dealing with this for over 10 years. Yeah, I'm sure that it's not hyperthyroidism. I'm sure. And I'm on medication for my hypothyroidism. Like, how can you be a doctor and look at someone and say, oh, are you sure it's not this? Like, as a doctor, don't you know? I mean, they have to know that health isn't what's going on on the outside. Somebody can look completely normal and healthy on the outside, but not be okay on the inside. And it's just not okay. And she actually made me think that I had fibromyalgia. How do you, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's it's when your your nerve endings and your nervous system are very fragile and basically burn out, and it makes you feel pain very very easily. And I start I started to think, oh wow, maybe I have that. You know, maybe this is just all in my head. Maybe it's not just being hyper aware of my body. Maybe it's maybe like seriously, it's just my nerve endings are fucked up. So I thought my nervous system was playing tricks on me and whatever. I just, I felt like I was put in this, this category of like making it up. And I was so sick of being, you know, inflamed. I was so sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I was so over my doctor that I, I, I just didn't even take anything that she said seriously. She even tried to up my hypothyroidism medication, and I, I upped it, and it made me feel 10 times worse, so I lowered it back down, and now I take these herbal supplements uh, from a doctor on Instagram. Her name's Dr. Jess MD. She's a holistic doctor, and I'll try to put that in the show notes for you guys. Um, anyways, so I started feeling crazy about all this pain and inflammation in my head, whatever. But then I started to hear people coming out on social media and articles about thyroid disorder. And I think when I started hearing more people come out about it, it was like 2014 or 2015, and I hadn't lived in Miami yet, and my Instagram wasn't even really a thing. 
but I would I would start diving into wellness articles. I would start going on Pinterest and typing in like natural ways to heal thyroid and homeopathic ways of healing. And Pinterest was my shit. It was like my source of learning about all the different things, Ayurveda and different foods that would help the thyroid and um, tips and tricks that you could do at home that would help with symptoms and flare-ups and stuff like that. And I remember I would I would just make tons and tons of Pinterest boards when I was at my hostessing job when it was slow. That's what I would do because I was just, I began getting so obsessed with with healing and I was so sick and tired of feeling this way. I was tired of feeling like my whole body was swollen and puffy and I knew it wasn't in my head. I knew it. So that's when my biohacking and, you know, interest in healing my own body, healing my own symptoms through natural medicine, through herbal medicine, um, that's when it really started. And I'm glad that I got into that life because, you know, I knew that there was something bigger and better than uh, regular medicine doctors and being on pills and I knew there was something different. Before we get into the second part of the episode, I wanted to talk about a brand that has been helping me a lot, especially with my thyroid symptoms and regulating my hormones. And as you know, this is a new podcast, so I don't have any paid sponsors. This is just my way of breaking up the episode and talking about a brand that I actually stand behind and use their products. Um, Four Sigmatic. I'm sure you guys have heard of Four Sigmatic before. Um, If you haven't, they are a mushroom company and they have amazing mushroom blends in coffee, in elixir powders, and it's really awesome how it's helped me balance my hormones and actually get myself off caffeine. When I first started using Four Sigmatic, I was drinking probably five cups of coffee or caffeine a day. So what I did to wean myself off of caffeine was I got the Lion's Mane coffee mushroom packets and I started using that as my coffee. And then eventually I moved on to different products of theirs like the Chaga mushroom elixir, which has no coffee in it, no caffeine. It's pure mushroom elixir powder from Chaga Mushrooms, and it is like a turbo. Um, I like to make a Chaga latte before I go and teach my two classes on Sunday mornings, and it really puts me in this nice mental clarity state, lots of energy, natural energy, and I always feel just really clear and and motivated. And I always make really awesome sequences too when I have a natural form of caffeine like that. Another product that I absolutely love is the Mushroom Matcha Drink Mix. It's a matcha powder and I like mixing it with coconut milk or stevia and hot water. It's super good for your hormones and if you're trying to regulate your adrenals and your thyroid, matcha is actually clinically proven to be the best thing that you can drink that has natural caffeine. No crash, no jitters, no mental fog after you come down off of the caffeine high that maybe you're so used to. 
Um, and then one more product that I really like is the Golden Latte Drink Mix Packets. And this is a beautify shiitake and turmeric latte packet that you can travel with and you put it in hot water or hot almond milk or hot coconut milk and it's kind of sweet and kind of coconutty and it's really good if you are looking for just a change in your routine and a more natural kind of caffeine um, for Sigmatic is definitely worth it. Uh, if you're interested in buying any products you can use my discount code GYPSYLOVE and you can go to their website at foursigmatic.com. You can also follow them on Instagram at foursigmatic. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C. Foursigmatic. You can use my discount code GYPSYLOVE. And I'm always posting about them on my Instagram too. So give them a shot, especially if you're trying to rev up your, your body and cleanse off of caffeine. I definitely recommend it. So we talked a lot about physical blocks and things that we can do to heal our physical discomfort. And in my previous episode, I think I spoke more about little tips and tricks that you can do with your morning routine and your night routine. So if you're looking for more biohacks, you can go ahead and listen to that episode as well. Um, Just wanted to put this out there. So now we're moving into more of the creative block approach and how we know that creative blocks have to do with our physical body as well. Um, another form of healing through our thoughts and and this is something I'm working on and it's very very challenging but giving myself permission to feel puffy and gross and tight is I think it's necessary and I know that you know there's a difference between giving ourselves permission to feel bad and letting that feeling take over and ruin our whole day those are two different things So having gratitude that that we have our rituals, that we have different types of little things that will make us feel a little bit better, knowing that tomorrow for sure won't be as bad. Like It really takes us transforming our mind and retraining our mind to know that it's okay to feel like shit and there's a way through it. There's a way through it rather than just letting it fuck up the entire day and night. Very rarely um, will I have two days in a row that are the worst physical feeling days. Usually it just happens, it's one day, it's one crazy day of all my flare-ups, and that's it. So knowing that the next day will be easier kind of gives me this sense of relief. And allowing myself to still be productive even though I feel like shit that's sometimes the biggest challenge. You know, stepping away from the physical discomfort and saying, okay, it's fine if I feel like shit, but I still need to do things. I still need to get things done. So it's giving yourself permission to feel like shit, but also, okay, let's let's get some shit done while I'm feeling like shit. It's okay. Um, not putting my life and my productivity on hold because of my physical symptoms. 
And this is something that I used to not be able to do. If I woke up in the morning and I felt any discomfort, you would not want to talk to me that day. You would want to stay clear away from me because I didn't know how to separate my physical body from my mental state. So relearning how to be okay, even if we aren't feeling okay, and training our brain to move on and not harp on our physical discomforts. It's about finding a balance. But, you know, like when you have a migraine, that's all you can think about. When you're bloated and you're, you're so full or you're, you're gassy and you can't digest what you just ate, that's all you're going to think about when you are approaching your moon cycle and you know it's coming and you know it's coming sometimes that's all you can think about like i know that there's tons of girls that if i if i have a conversation with them and they're like about to get their moon cycle they'll just like keep saying it and maybe that's their way of handling their discomfort but i'm sure it's probably not making them feel any better because they are giving their attention to the physical discomfort of their body and then they're feeding into that and it's a vicious cycle. So when we're stressed out about how crappy we feel, this is actually bringing more cortisol into the body, which is a stress hormone. Go figure. We need to just make amends on our bad days and accept that we are feeling that way. All we can do is the little things that will help us, like our rituals and routines, drinking our teas and our celery juice and movement and breathing, you know, but we should still be able to be somewhat productive, even on our bad days. Sitting inside all day or in bed is going to make it 10 times worse. So if you can implement any kind of movement into your day, whether that is just stretching in bed whether that's putting your legs up the wall, or maybe you can make a comfy spot in your, in your room or your home with lots of blankets and pillows and soft things. Put on a movie, stretch on the floor while you're, doing, while you're watching your show or your movie and do yoga and just have all of your things around you. You can have your, your laptop, you can have your, your elixir, you can have your movie, you can be productive while you're kind of having an off day. Writing and journaling really helps. You know, writing down what you think trigger, triggered the physical discomfort, that would help. That helps me a lot, especially when I'm like nitpicking and I'm like, okay, well, what did I eat last night? What did I have? Did I not have enough water? Did I have too much salt? It's, it's little things. So write out what you are going through to help you alleviate your pain. Make a list of the simple things that you can do that day to help you feel better, whether that is drinking tea, taking a hot shower, doing yin yoga, or just making a really nourishing meal. It's the little things. Again, I keep repeating that, but it just keeps coming out. So I'm just listening to my intuition. Now I'm just speaking from my intuition and my gut and I'm telling you guys I think what you need to hear lots of water and legs up the wall helps me a lot especially at night it helps me relax magnesium helps me relax too which I actually got to buy some more of that um, I just get it off Amazon or Vitacost um, so 
instead of feeling ashamed that we feel shitty, let's flip it into a way of focusing on our intentions. Let's focus on cleansing and detoxing and how it feels so good when you're doing things that make you feel better and just shift away from the shitty feeling. Trying to find a balance of embracing the way that you are feeling and stepping away from it. So accepting it and then walking away from it. And I, I know this is temporary. We can say, I know this is temporary and I'm gonna feel so much better when this passes. I'm gonna feel that much better when this is blown over. We have to sometimes give ourselves pep talks. Like, it really helps. I, I told myself this today. You know that you're, I, I knew that I'm not going to feel like this tomorrow. This is just a really bad thyroid day. And it's going to feel so good when I wake up in the morning and I feel better because of all the things that I did today that are going to help me bounce back. So, you know, just because we wake up feeling like shit doesn't mean we have to allow it to ruin our day. We can just settle into the feeling and then walk away, move on with our day, and do little things to help us feel better. I've noticed that I need to take out little things that are fucking up my body. Like, I need to buy better stevia, I need to buy better canned foods, and the canned coconut milk with no guar gum and no crazy additives. I need to really start buying organic vegetables, especially if I'm going to be juicing them and washing them, and I just need to stop being lazy. And little things are going to help us unlock our creativity, and it's normal for us to have creative plateaus. It happens to everyone, and we're not meant to have our lives 365 days of the year, wake up and be 100% on our creative swag. Like, I'm sorry, that's just not realistic at all. Um, like I said before, movement and the sauna helps me personally get to a place where I can write easier and I find more downloaded ideas and themes and topics coming into my mind when I'm working out. Um, creative plateaus, in my opinion, are just signs that we need to chill and not force ourselves to create. Maybe there's nothing to create in that, in that moment. And I use these times as moments, as like a little vacation from creating. It's kind of nice. It's, it's my mind and it's my body and my gut telling me that I need to just go do something plain Jane. Like go for a walk and not create, or go watch a movie, or go watch a show that I've already seen. Maybe there's just these moments that there's no creative flow coming in because we just need to not create something. Um, there's sometimes when I go like five days not really posting on Instagram, and it's because I feel like I really have nothing worth sharing. If you follow me on Instagram, then you know I usually share long, in-depth posts about my emotions, about real-life topics, and, and yeah, that's, that's just me. But if, if you ever notice that I don't share for five days or something like that, 
is probably because I just have nothing worthwhile that's screaming at me to, to share. Maybe I just don't feel like it has enough value. To me, when I go on Instagram, it's quality over quantity. I don't care if somebody posts every day. I don't care if you post once a week, but if it's captivating and it's shocking and it's vulnerable and it's not just a picture of you and an emoji, like we all know that there's accounts we just need to unfollow because what they're posting is not valuable or maybe it's it's something that they're posting to get a reaction and they're expecting a certain reaction. You can sense it and just, just you do you. But we sometimes just need to get out of our way and, you know, we can transform our bad days into better ones by stepping out of our way and not holding over our head all these expectations like stepping away from a project that's giving you anxiety or stress or you're just overthinking it, stepping away from it, going for a run, going to the grocery store, going on running some errands, and then coming back to it can actually be the greatest gift because you'll have a whole different way of looking at it. Like when I go and teach a yoga class, I'll go into it like feeling, feeling one way about a creative project and, you know, while I'm teaching sometimes, I get these clear visions of what I should actually be doing. So it's really just stepping out, taking deep breaths, moving our body, and getting out of whatever little bubble and cloud that we're in so that we can clear out the space and then come back to it in a different perspective, a different angle, a different lens. Um, release expectation and just allow yourself to create what you want not what's expected of you and create things just to create them rather than share them like pretend that whatever you're creating <clears throat> even if it's for your job even it's even if it's for your website or your instagram or your business pretend that you're creating it for you and not for a million people because those are the creations that are going to come from the heart and the gut and your third eye. Because you feel very confident and clear and, and almost like it's perfect because it's just for you. You know, writers. Writer's block happens a lot. Like I said before, are we meant to be writing amazing, perfect articles and blog posts and short stories and and papers and exams and stuff every day? No, that's not natural. I think my mind would explode if I was if I was expecting myself to write perfectly and in-depth stories every day. Like that's just not natural. What I recommend is having your iPhone notes or whatever kind of smartphone you have and having a, a note app so that when you have these little sparks of creative flow or any words or any poems or any ideas that strike you throughout your day, don't feel like you have to remember them for later. Put it in your notes right there. If you're walking down the street and you get an idea, take out your phone, put it in your phone, then move on with your day. I feel like this helps me so much and it's just let my energy and my creative energy flow so fast 
that it's it's not it's like I don't even think anymore if I have something I want to put in my notes I just put it even if I'm not going to use it even if it's stupid even if it's like a, a stupid thing that I need to remember it helps it helps a lot so that can help you create space and flow so that your thought process is just moving 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 um I have found that listening to the same music over and over and over again is blocking our, ins- our, our creative inspiration. It's, it's literally pausing our brain waves. And if you're going to listen to the same music over and over and over again, you're basically just asking yourself to stay in one creative box. And you need to have different brain waves. You need to have different sounds. Like, get outside of your comfort zone because that's when you're going to create some dope shit. Um, if you like any of the music that's in my podcast, um, all the music is by Dirty Art Club, and he's an amazing DJ. He's on Spotify, and what I like to do on Spotify is if I hear a good song, I make a radio station based around the song. Um, I, I do Spotify Premium, $9.99 a month. Uh, you can listen to anything, anywhere, playlists, make your own playlists, make your own radio stations. Um, I make tons and tons of playlists. I probably have like 200 of them. So if you're interested in following me on Spotify, I'll put that link in the show notes. But you can just search Gab Cohen in Spotify and I should come up. I think the picture is like a sunset and then my arms. Um but yeah, there's tons of music there. I'm always posting songs and screenshotting songs into my Instagram. And I think that my Spotify link is actually in my Instagram tr- link tree as well. So if you're interested, just go follow me and listen to all my playlists. They're usually playlists that I play for my yoga classes and just to have. So they're all there. They're all free. None of them are hidden. None of them are private. They're all public for your listening pleasure. And what else? If you feel like you're in a creative block because of the people that you're surrounding yourself with, then maybe take a break from hanging out with a couple of the people that you spend the most time with and see if that unlocks something. I'm not saying like never hang out with them again, but maybe step away from someone who you've just been spending a little bit too much time with and just see what happens. Because I know that when I, and it goes both ways, if I meet somebody who I've never met before and we're vibing, I like get all this creative juice flowing and it's really nice. Um, But if I spend a lot of time with the same person and I don't feel like my mind's expanding and I'm not having like in-depth conversations about new topics, sometimes I get stuck in these creative block plateaus and I, I just feel like kind of meh, you know what I mean? It's nothing new, whatever. Breaking free from the cycle, breaking free from plateaus, it's challenging sometimes, but we can't, we can't punish ourselves and we can't say like, I need to create this. And, and on our days that we're feeling creative blocks, I would say don't spend too much time on social media and take a break from Instagram, even though yeah, it can be an inspiring place to absorb new ideas and, and things like that. 
sometimes I don't feel like it's beneficial because inspiration is kind of put in the same category as jealousy. And I know that sounds weird, but if you think about it, if, if someone's like, oh yeah, you inspired me to do this. It's like, no, you kind of made me realize that I'm jealous of you and now I want to do that because I, I feel like I can do that. Or maybe I feel like I can do that better and now I'm going to go do that. And that, that inspiration, quote unquote, is kind of feeding your jealousy or your ego and making you feel like, okay, I, I need to do that now. That's what I want to do. And it is inspiration, but it's, it's in a way a negative place. Like, I, I can't describe it any better than that, but I think some of you probably know what I mean. If you're looking for inspiration and it's, and it's you know, you're not trying to get it from Instagram, go on Pinterest. It's amazing. I know that it's an old app, but Pinterest is the shit. Um, you can literally make boards. You can print them out. You can go look at magazines. You can go to Barnes and Noble and go like pick out some books and just like read some books and read read an astrology book. Go read an article and read your birth chart. Maybe go read your human design and find out different things about yourself that maybe you didn't realize. Maybe that will help you get out of your creative block because it'll kind of put things into perspective for you. Go get your tarot cards read. Go, you know, dive deep into into your birth chart. Like these are things that that are inspirational in in a way that's still connected to you and it's not you're not comparing your creativity to somebody else's because that that becomes kind of toxic um yeah it's it's a process it really is and we just need to lift the expectation sometimes that that's the, the main thing the comparison the the high expectation of being perfect and every day being perfect and creating amazing content whether whatever your job is we're allowed to have slower days and those are the days that are actually going to set us up for the super high creative days so it's just some food for thought Take a step for me to never know. It didn't touch me for you to be But don't go streeting. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that episode of The Vibe Within. I hope that it resonated with you and can help you get out of a creative funk or plateau or a physical plateau or just a shitty day and transform 
our crappy days into a better feeling day and just trying to find a balance between those two things creative physical emotional it is really all connected um if you don't follow me on instagram already my instagram is gypsy love flow i'll put it in the show notes if you haven't subscribed and you're into this podcast and you like the content that i'm giving you please subscribe it really means the world to me because this is a new podcast so i need all the subscribers i can get please rate and review i know that everybody always says this kind of stuff at the end of their podcast but for newbies like me it's the subscribers it's the comments it's the reviews it's the ratings that really help new podcasts hit the floor running and get that momentum that it needs to be seen and noticed and I just want to give you guys everything that I can and bring topics and guests and start interviewing really influential important people that can help us heal ourselves mind body and soul so if you listen to this podcast and you're really digging it uh, screenshot it tag me on instagram gypsy love flow so i can see that you listen to it let me know what you think you can always dm me with questions concerns topics you can also email me at gabcohen at gmail.com and i'll put that in the show notes too so i hope that you guys are having an amazing new year so far and thank you for listening to the vibe within until next time Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.